Uh, Miss Wilkes, I'd like you to tell us, if you could, about a lunch you had with Mrs. Garrett at a restaurant called Skia on October 3rd of last year. Well, I can't recall every lunch I've had at Skia. <laughs> I mean, I go there so quite often. <laughs> Sometimes I go there to write as an authoress. <laughs> I often take my child there as a mother. <laughs> Welcome to a season finale episode of Oh Hell Yes, a Girlfriend's Podcast. I'm Nettie Smith. And I'm Etsy Rowe. And today's episode's called Dot 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 Ain't Nothing Over There. Written by Michael B. Kaplan. Original air date 5-8-2006. Now, I wanted to mention last week we had an issue with the Netflix skipping out on certain scenes. Yeah. Um... I don't. I hope that didn't happen this time because <laughs> I can't deal with that. So that's what happened last <laughs> week. Uh, we we were not on the right page. Etsy has her, her ways of watching it, you which know. had the scene, and my way on Netflix didn't have the scene. So just wanted to explain that a little bit. Yeah. Um, but today we have a special guest, another twitter follower turned friend of the show it is friend of the show mary welcome to oh hell yes hello hello how are y'all oh we're great you know we're going coming in hot with this uh finale and i'm looking forward to a hiatus it's been a it's been a long long time mm-hmm. it really has um yeah so what made you want to um hop on this episode of oh hell yes well i am a lover of girlfriends and this episode, but this whole season, to be honest, was really a pivotal season for the entire series. As we know, this is like we said, the finale where something dramatic happens, life changing. Um, mm-hmm. And it's just so much going on that just made me realize like, yeah, this is it. This was the moment that girlfriends had that moment where it went away and it just, it was a thing. So I felt that this was a great episode to do with y'all. Yeah, you know, it's uh it's kind of polarizing mm-hmm. this uh the ending of the season because we mm-hmm. lose a character, a mm. fa- a very popular character. Mm-hmm. So I have heard people going, hey, I didn't watch after that. So it's it's a very pivotal type of episode and you know, this is a great one to be on. Good thing you chose it. Yeah. Uh, and it was available. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And it is, it is, it is kind of easy to stop watching after this because we get the end of a few big storylines, right? So we get that Tony gets custody of her kid. We get that Maya is moving all the way to Florida with, um, with Darnell and they're taking Jabari and everything. So like, it's kind of easy to close it out and be like, oh, yeah. okay. You know, Joan it seems like they wrote girl. it that way too. Mm-hmm. They wrote it in a way where if it didn't get pick up, picked up for a seventh season, they could end it here, and yeah. it would be mm-hmm. fine. You know, um, yeah. even though people were like, "We never got to see Joan get married," and blah blah blah. But this could have happened if they didn't get picked up. So mm-hmm. um, that's it's a very good way they concluded this episode. So Mary, you have a like a little thing that you do. You have a podcast yourself. Is that right? Yes, my, my friends and I have a podcast called Surface Deep. And we weren't known as Ladies Night Podcast. It used to be four of us. And through changes, we downsized to three. 
So we rebranded and we try to go deep on topics that normally you wouldn't think to go as deep on. Because uh, I'm an overthinker. My, one of my friends in the medical, mental in- industry. So she's, you know, kind of professional there. So we kind of go a little bit deeper than just the surface. So that's why we changed our name. Ah, surface deep. Yes. You guys talk about things like kink. Is that true? Oh, uh, we get into some <laughs> sexual topics. Uh, yes. Let's, see, let's be mature. <laughs> they be getting into some things. Yeah, we're getting some That's, I mean, things. you got to go below the surface. I mean, yes. Usually in our scratching the surface topic, we get into some things for sure. Yes. <laughs> what type of what type of kinks y'all be getting into? Well, just whatever comes up. I usually pull topics from Reddit. So just whatever is on the thread, you know, Reddit Ooh. can get some topics that are out there. So it just yeah. depends on where I go. But the craziest one I think that I have had was like, because I'm not into it, was a guy who liked his armpits to be lit. Oh, that's nasty. Oh, yeah. I mean, that is that is physically gross, but I've heard of worse things. <laughs> yeah, but people, I was like, that's too much. Because you me. could easily, I mean, you could make sure he cleans them first and then lick them. Just make sure, you know, there's soap and water beforehand. And then you go in and if you want to please your man that way, go ahead and do it. Yeah, could be worse. I've heard of worse things. I'm just saying. So you, want, you want me to lick your arm? Yeah, get, go in the shower and wash them first, and we'll we'll continue on. Like, <laughs> but um, Mary, quick question: What girlfriend are you? Oh, I consider myself a good hybrid mix. I mm-hmm. am about twenty five percent Joan, about fifty percent Maya, and then about. 25% Lynn, like in the mix. I'm a good okay. mix of those three. You know, I don't think anyone's ever said three of them before. Do mm. you remember that, Etsy? No. I don't think anybody said three. It's usually two. Yeah. That's cool. I think mm-hmm. so. I think I I can go through this this whole process knowing who you are based off of that. So that's great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so let's get into this episode. I see I don't trust Netflix now, but there was no cold open. Am I right? No cold open. No, we're getting into some things. <laughs> yeah, they're like, one got time for all that. Let's just <laughs> let's just start this shit. Um, so we start out with Todd and his lawyer. She's telling him, you know, how to win this shit. You got to establish how well you've done with yourself. You know, the house in Tarzana that your parents bought, the new work schedule, and then we got that assault charge on Tony. And we see the lawyer is kind of like using her own mommy issues mm-hmm. to like bulk up her her need to want to take tony's baby from her we need to establish that tony is volatile and unstable a borderline personality with narcissistic overtones whose similarity to my mother will only increase my joy in taking away her child if only somebody showed me that kind of kindness happy place happy place and i'm back oh which is very very strange um she calls tony narcissist uh, she has behavior issues, all that stuff, which sounds a little codedly racist also. Yes, very much yeah. so. Because, I mean, you hear assault charge, but there's more of the story. You know? Yeah, exactly. That, and it's also like, whoever this individual is, whoever is playing her, she looks, she, she looking a little spicy, right? It's, it's not looking all the way there. <laughs> spicy as in like, spicy white? Yeah. Like, like she might be Italian or something. You know, maybe, maybe something. What you thinking? 
I don't know. It's given like maybe non-black passing biracial or something like mm. one of those. The hair is curly. It is, but the features, you know, Jewish people got be having that too. The features, the skin color is. She's light, but like. You you could tell she's tan. I mean, and doesn't burn. Well, some white people tan. Like them t- Italians be like that. Yeah, <laughs> I was thinking more along the Jewish Italian. Like I could see her. Yeah, along those lines for sure. Because yeah. like she is a lot. I see. I'm. I'm. You see. I'm talking slower when I talk about Jewish people. Because you know, yeah, big J. I gotta watch what. <laughs> True. I gotta. Tread, I don't want to tread get lightly. <laughs> yeah, she might be Jewish. Okay, that's what I think possibly. But still, there are. Let me see. Girl, you done opened up a, bo- a can of worms here. I- All I was trying to say was she looks a little spicy. So for her to have these racial coded languages is just interesting. That's all. It is, mm-hmm. but it happens. It surely does happen. Too often. Might be a self-hating thing. And I don't know. Who knows? Todd seems to be a little confused. So he sits her down to talk and he thinks, you know, using the assault charge is a little below the belt. And she's like, well, that's where you need to hit if you want custody. She said fathers don't get custody unless the mothers are blatantly unfit. I was like, I mean, that sounds kind of true. Why else would you give a father custody? Mm, A lot of times the men don't fight for custody. Um, They just willingly give it up. That's like a a big preconceived notion. Right. But why would a father get custody? The only way they get it is if the mom is not available. She done ran off. Or... She is really, really unfit. And they will usually give a pass to a lot of things when it comes to women um, and moms having their children. But you got to be wilding out if you're a woman and you can't get custody. Like a crackhead? You really got to be out here. Yeah. (laughs) Crackhead, heroin head. I don't know, (laughs) but something. So that's why she's trying to go below the belt because she feels like you have to go there for the father to even have a chance of getting custody. She even brings up Courtney Love. Courtney Love got her baby, but you know, you know who Courtney Love's um was the ex husband was Kurt Cobain. Kurt Cobain, and he's like, yeah, her father. Are you singing the song? Yeah. Oh, you're singing Smells Like Teen Spirit. Yeah. Okay. I caught I caught it kind of late, but. Yeah, he's like his. Her father was a dead heroin addict, and she's like he still would have been a better choice. And Damn. move on, Mary. What do you think of this whole assault charge thing they're using against Tony? I really do think it's unfair, especially knowing that Todd knows what the circumstance was, why Tony mm-hmm. did it. Like I know she would, she flew off the handle seeing old girl just out at the mall, but it's like this <sighs> is the girl that literally put our daughter's life in danger. I'm squaring up on it too. Like, understand mm-hmm. what I'm doing. So I was just really yeah. frustrated, but I did like in that last thing that Todd was starting to bend a little and like, you know what, maybe that's over the, you know, under the, I don't want to do it. So I did like that he had a little glimpse of niceness right there. Yeah, you know, we haven't really talked about it, but he should know the whole story by this point. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. There's no way that he does not know exactly what happened. Mm-hmm. So for him to still be treating it like she just walked to some girl and just hit her out of nowhere is really showing that it doesn't matter. He'll use whatever he can to try to get this baby, even if it isn't really the whole truth. Mm-hmm. And that's that's fucked up, Todd. Todd's been showing his evil side a lot in these last few episodes, really. It's that Caucasian side. <sighs> 
Shout out to our white <laughs> listeners. Shout out to y'all, but y'all know how y'all be. Like, let's let's. <laughs> You know how y'all get down. You know how y'all people be. Uh, <laughs> so we move on to Joan. It's a beautiful day out in the hills. It looks great. Stunning. It's like a movie. Mm-hmm. Joan's sleeping on someone's lawn. The sprinklers are running. So she wakes up and she still has her dress on. She still has a puke all over it. God, what a time. Man. And so she's barefoot, disoriented. Those hills are steep as fuck. And she's trying to get in her car to leave. Why did she just sleep in her car? Could she not make it? That's what I said. That was what I was thinking. I'm like, I only just oh, thought it. That's what I said. Yeah. You on the lawn. <laughs> you could have opened, you're in the Hollywood Hills. It's safe. You could have just slept in your car, made the seat go all the way back so nobody know anybody in there and call it yep. a day. And then you wake up and you Gucci. What you doing? Exactly. Insane. So she finally gets into the car and turns the car on, but hops out immediately to go puke. But it's on an, a decline. It's on a decline. And, you know, you got to put that uh, e-brake up. Mm-hmm. So she was about to drive it. It rolls down the street. Mm-hmm. It's gone. Ugh. It's like a bad movie. Well, a good movie about bad things happening to good people. This is a um, classic 2000s movie where everything goes wrong. Remember yeah. the movies that we used to have? Yeah. I Like, you know... Um, I guess you're how to get away with how to get a guy in 10 days or whatever. Something like that. Nothing goes right. to launch. Like <laughs> good luck, Chuck, just friends, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and she sits on the side of the road and sobs. She just, yeah. she just cries. Well, Mary, what do you think of Jones hot girl era? You know, we talked about it. We go back and forth on what we think and how we, we think she handled it. What do you think about it? I was all for it initially. Like, I was like, go ahead, Joan. Get your life. You deserve. But then after a while, it's like, wait a minute, Joan. You not being high girl correctly. Like, you doing it wrong. And so when it started going left, because originally I connected with Joan the most. But then after a while, I started saying, okay, maybe not. Because around this time is when I'm like, okay, Joan, you doing a little bit too much. Like, she just let it get to her head a little too much. So I, yeah. I hated that for her, especially in this scene. She made me mad, but she also made me feel bad for her, too. Right. Yeah, she's been, uh, the past couple episodes, she's been kind of <laughs> shitty to mm-hmm. her people. Mm-hmm. But this, I, I still feel bad for her in this in this part and seeing her car roll down there. And she's trying her best to get there, to get to court, and nothing's going right. So, yeah, I still yeah. feel bad for her. Mm-hmm. And I know she was tripping. Like I can, I can both can be true. Exactly. You know. Mm-hmm. Next, we see Darnell packing for Florida. I hate the way he says Florida. He says Florida. I mean, it's supposed to be a lot hotter in Florida than it is in LA this time of year. Don't don't you think? Florida. Ah, <laughs> uh, I hate Florida. And I know a lot of people. Do you say it like that, Etsy? Me? I say Florida. I, yeah, okay. mine's like I thought the floor. that was an up north thing. No. Um, Florida. Oh, God. Ew. Anyway, he's leaving that day. I was like, damn, we just found out yesterday you was heading out. But you, you gotta got to go. Thing. You gotta go. Yeah, when opportunity calls or knocks or whatever, that's what happens. Mm-hmm. So Maya says, we were able to live our dream for 24 hours. And now you're leaving me out here in the wilderness with the coyotes nipping at my ass? Mm-hmm. She's like, I understand you have to go. But why today? He's like, because my job starts tomorrow. What if they're flying them out? 
They better be. I would hope first so. Class and everything. Yeah. I doubt it's first class, but they definitely probably flying him out. <laughs> yeah. Gave him an aisle seat, though. <laughs> yeah. Aisle or window. One of those. <laughs> well, the aisle's a better one. Yeah, yeah, I'm, the aisle. I need to be able to control when I go to the bathroom. And I gotta put my leg out. <laughs> yeah. I like putting my, in those longer flights, I like having my head on the window and sleeping with the pillow. Okay. You know? To each of their own, you know? Because I drink a lot of water. So I need yeah. to, I don't like to bother wake people up. And they, you know, they won't wake up and I got to get out to pee. I want to be able to control that on my own. So True. But then there is a thing where, like, I have this thing where I have to see the plane land. And some people will sit by the window and close the shade. Yes, that's me. Ooh. Sorry. Oh, no, no, no. (laughs) We have to open that shit. I need to see us connect to the ground or I I will freak out. I do like to watch the plane land, though. Like, so I'll open it at the end of the flight. But, baby... 90% 90% of that so flight, that, that would be you. It's going down. As long as you're awake to open it. Yeah. Because <laughs> I would exactly. reach over. I'd be scared because, you know, when a plane lands, it goes. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. I need to know that's the ground. <laughs> exactly. Oh. Not more turbulent. I need to see that it's the ground and not something yeah. else. So I need that thing open. <laughs> but yeah, he's on his way. And Maya's continuing to say, like, I don't know anybody here. The coyotes are all up and through. And he's like, this is hard for me, too. I just moved my family into our first house. You think I want to just up and leave you and Jeep Cherokee? (laughs) And Darnell says, okay, I won't go. And she just kind of sits there. (laughs) She's like, of course you have to go. He's like, you sure? She's like, yeah, but thank you for making me feel bad about it. Or thank you for feeling bad about it. So we're back to Joan. She's still on the side of the road. And a taxi pulls up. And somehow, some way, she called a taxi. We remember her phone being dead. Mm-hmm. That's why she couldn't get a ride and she asked Derek for mm-hmm. a ride. So I don't know how she called this taxi. Mm-hmm. Okay. Plot TV hole. stuff. Um, also, in what world is a grown woman of any career and caliber doesn't have her card with her when she goes out to West Bubblefuck in the hills to pay for this taxi? Well, is she going to pay in card? Is that what they do? At this time, they took card? I'm pretty sure they... What is it, 2006? I'm pretty sure they did. Yeah. They had that machine. Tap? No, not tap. Swipe. Oh, the swipe thing. Yeah. Mm. I didn't think of that. I'm sure they did. But even if not a card, like you said, who would leave their house without a little cash, a little 20, a little something? Yeah. 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 It's, it's, it's weird. For sure. She want to leave room for uh, that bomb-ass pussy, I guess. <laughs> she's like i can't i can't bring the money i gotta make sure i got that thing on me but not that thing thing so yeah the taxi pulls up she's like well took you long enough he's like it's way too early in the morning for the attitude she's like you're right i'm sorry i spent last night in a puddle of my own sick and uh she's like i need to be in court in less than an hour i'm like oh no you ain't gonna make it not at all not when you in west bubblefuck what is that like downtown la Uh -uh. and you smell so you gotta stop and shower there's no way there's Mm -mm. no way Mm -mm. at the earliest she would have been late but damn she missed the whole thing at this point Essie, did you think she was gonna make it though I i was hoping she did but she said less than an hour and she all the way up in the hills from yeah. downtown LA. 
That's a drive. Is there traffic? Girl. Mm. That's another thing. Traffic. LA traffic ain't no joke. It's crazy. Yeah. I mean, maybe you could... I was gonna say a carpool lane, but everybody be carpooling nowadays. So <laughs> right. probably gonna be. <laughs> See, if she was in New York, she probably would have made it. Train underground on, yeah. with the train. Yeah, she would have made it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you would have probably been stinking. Yeah. Yeah, she would. She would smell like crap, but she could probably go to the bathroom when she gets there, and like, uh, she don't got to change her clothes though. She, 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 she could. Um, this is what she could do. She can go there, grab a hoodie. Grab some cheap perfume or body spray and call it a yeah. day. <laughs> I mean, like, I don't know you, how much you can spray away that shit. You're right. not the one. You're not the one that's on. That's trying to fight for your kids. You're just there for moral support. So you're not right. The, no, she's a character you. witness, though. So I was thinking about this later, right? So she's oh, a character true. witness. If your character witness person smells, looks like. Trash. she's been in her own sick and mm-hmm. yeah. how are we supposed to take your word for for what it is when you look the way you do it's a presentation mm. right you know it's like even if she was late like your character witness is late what mm. does that say about how she feels about protecting your character so scratch that she probably have to get a change of clothes some baby wipes and do that she's wearing a dress because i'm thinking <laughs> she could buy a t-shirt like, uh, maybe, like, you know. Yeah, she's going to have to throw but away that still, dress. But you still, yeah, she's going to have to throw away the dress, but where your pants at? You're going to buy pants? I yeah. don't know. You can't wear a t-shirt yeah. to the court, either. It just ain't going to work. It just, Mm-mm. it was fucked up from the beginning. Damn. Yeah. <sighs> we tried. Yeah. <laughs> no way. <laughs> so that's when she's like, yeah, can we uh, make one quick stop at home so I can pick up some money for you? He's like, you don't have money? And then we see a quick cut to her back on the side of the road. The taxi's driving away. Who's wrong here? Is the cabbie wrong for driving away? Or should he just gone with her to get the money? The cabbie is wrong for driving away. You wouldn't have gotten the money yeah. at the end of the ride anyway. So what are you... Where, where, right. where in the world where you're taking a traditional cab, not an Uber or anything, and you get your money up front? You get it at the end of the ride. Yeah, that's true. And if she tried to play, you're at her property. You can call the cops. Like, there's no... It's a win-win that's situation. A like what an idiot yeah. and that probably would have been a big coin because she and what's bubba fuck and she got two stops to make and she's rich <laughs> and she got yeah. bread so yeah <sighs> so we see william who's not at the court hearing i don't know why because you would think that william would be there too mm-hmm. he's hanging out with his matchmaker we've seen this matchmaker before in the previous episode he's harassing this matchmaker still trying to get monica's info child he want monica the matchmaker's like, no, I don't do that. Which, obviously, she has confidentiality agreements, etc., etc. Um, and he's pushing. He keeps pushing. Yeah. He's desperate. He wants to, to be with Monica so bad. Mary, what do you think of the pairing of Monica and William in general? Are they good for each other? Can they do better? better? I don't actually like Monica and William together. Yeah. I really do. I think that they would have both quirky like weird personalities and they mesh well um i think at at one point that she did come on a little bit strong but then it took her changing too for them to actually see like where they actually connected right so in the end i really did like them together do you really think monica loves william seems one-sided yeah i do i think after i think once she 
when, I'm trying to remember when was that point, but it was after a certain point, Monica kind of switched over to like, okay, I really do care about this man. And I think it's once William kept playing with her so much and she kind of realized that made her realize that I do care about him for real. So mm-hmm. I think that the whole little back and forth of their situation kind of awakened something in both of them. Yeah, it always seemed like William loved her more than she loved him. Um, Which is how it should be. It, Don't at me. I'm not arguing. <laughs> I'm not arguing. What? Is What? <laughs> I can't disagree. The guy needs to be more obsessed with the women than the woman is with the guy. The girls that get it, get it. Twitter, I'm I not going I'm back not and forth. Girls. I'm not I'm not going back and forth with you. Okay? Don't at me. Why is <laughs> this again? Because these niggas already be trying fuck shit. That's their baseline. They try fuck shit as a baseline. So if the nigga is not into the woman more than the woman is into the man, oh he gonna be out here acting crazy. Crazy talk. In order for you to have even some type of chance of what a decent relationship, he has to be more into you. I said that's what so I said. That's so sad. Mm-hmm. Damn, that's so sad and bleak. That's so bleak. Now, before all of you, <clears throat> all of the not alls come into the motherfucking not comments. Not my man. Not my man. Not I all. I love my man as much as... Not all men, not all relationships. Before all of you <laughs> niggas come into the motherfucking <laughs> comments, I'm not arguing, okay? Yeah. That is the general rule. Wow. Mm-hmm. Cash apper, guys. Cash apper. I'll send the cash app. Mary, what, what, what do you think? And I am open I'm with to, you. you know. I'm definitely there with you. The man has to, and it's an old woman's tale in the South. Like, he has to be a little bit more into you than you are into him because like Essie said, when the woman is in love more and the man knows it, oh baby, he will run you through. He gonna be over here, be over here. He gonna be, you know, playing with you because he know he has the upper hand. So yeah, do not mm -mm, you gonna gonna be so in love with that nigga, that shit gonna cloud your judgment. You gonna start doing shit that don't even make no sense once you say it out loud. Man, <laughs> I'm telling yeah, you. Yeah, it makes sense. Honestly, the math the math is correct. I think you carried the two and everything looks good. Girl math. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Girl math, math. yeah. <laughs> it really is. Man, yeah, because I guess if you're more into him and he'll just go cheat because he knows you're still going to be there. And exactly. not even just cheat. It's like low effort. He know you're going to accept mm-hmm. everything because you're just glad to be in his presence. It's just... <laughs> Girl, <laughs> save yourself the headache. Yeah, I feel you. So William talks about how he thought he would give up on love, but then he realized love hadn't given up on him. He's like, oh my God, that's the corniest thing I've ever said. I'm like, I don't think so. You definitely <laughs> have more corny. <laughs> I'll do you. <ya. laughs> I'll do you. That's the one I was thinking about. I love when y'all say that. <laughs> I had to jump in for as he said it. Because she always says it. I was it. going to. It was so oh, easy. <laughs> so he calls it a sign that he he keeps running into Monica. Uh, two years ago in New York, the matchmaker computer, the, sh- the traffic stop. Oh. He tells the matchmaker, you got to believe in love. 
Well, first off, she she chased him to New York. That was a happenstance. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So we'll leave that one out. But he's like, you believe in love, right? That's why you got into the business. Baby. And he goes and all the stuff he likes about Monica. Blah, blah, blah. What's up? She do not have to believe in love to get into the matchmaking business. Okay. <laughs> that can be a very profitable business. You just got to believe in money. If you got the contacts okay. and the network. Okay. Because mm-hmm. these people are paying big bucks. They are. Like, I, I, I'm thinking how I get into it. Oh, I, I don't I'm know if saying. I believe in love. I don't know if I believe in love, but I believe in 20 racks. You feel me? All you need is that that network of, like, high clientele. You know, the people who want to spend four, five figures on finding someone Mm -hmm. that they're compatible with. It's all about networking. You can make your own matchmaking service. Shit. I almost paid somebody. You did? Let's get into it. But they weren't charging you, right? Because they don't charge the women. Oh, they charge. They charge. Yes, yeah, so it was. I was this close. I took the little phone interview and everything, and she she gave me her prices. At that point, she was almost thirty five hundred, I think, for the package she was offering me because she was based in Atlanta. Where thirty five hundred would include me coming there doing like a photo shoot to be put up on the website and doing some other little thing that she said there. I think a, a engagement like with another a few other people. So I mm-hmm. thought about it. I was this close, but I was like, no, nah, I'm not. I'm not. Then, mm, so, I'm not. I'm not. Ooh, I've always wanted to ask someone. So how, what exactly, I know you told us a little bit about what it included, but like, why her? What did she give to justify that price? Like, is it her? Well, she I know better- she, I had, she was on a reality TV show with how I found her. Um, oh. I think it was called like Atlanta Matchmakers or something like that. Her name is Shay somebody. I can't I can't remember, but it's Shay something. But she was on that show. And so it was a while long. The show hadn't been on in a while. And so I just talked to her like this year because I've been following her on social media and things like that and just seeing her do stuff. So I was like, I'm going to go ahead and reach out and see what it's about. Cool. Interesting. So she'll ask you questions like, this matchmaking thing is so interesting to me because it's like, <laughs> it's personalized. So she'll ask you questions yeah. like, what are you looking for? How much does he have to make? Race, mm-hmm. height, values, all that stuff. Yeah. Well, she asked me like some of those questions on the back end. On the front end, we were kind of just talking about general stuff, like what my dating experience is like, what makes me want to try, you know, a matchmaker at this point. And then we kind of talked about what she offered me. And then once we talked about the prices and stuff, that's when she was like, okay, well, tell me about, you know, what, what kind of guys would you be interested in? Because at first I was really thinking about doing like We were literally talking about what day I could come and do the photo shoot and all of that. But then I, I talked about it with my friends. I was like, nah, never mind. Did <laughs> she have a swiping thing on her laptop? Like how Williams Matchmaker did? Like showing you photos and stuff? And stats? She probably did. I don't know because I never went to the like in person oh, session with her. It was preliminary, right? This was mm-hmm. preliminary. Yeah. So what made yeah. you not do it? That's why I talked to my friends. I was just like, you know what? I'm not really to get y'all out of my business. I had just got out of like a 10 year situation relationship. Oh, so wow. I was immediately like this year trying to talk to her. And I'm like, to be honest, I'm not ready. Like, even if I go through all of that. I'm still trying to get over that situation, 
you know, mentally just being honest with myself. So I'm like, I'm not going to waste that money or the time. And I know I'm not there yet. So I was mm-hmm. like, yeah, I'm going to wait. But when I am better, if I hadn't found anybody before, then I'll definitely go back to her. Oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's different. You know, you never really hear about people using matchmakers. It's all like, um, Cause it's so pricey. the apps, you know? <laughs> yeah. That's why. Yeah. Um, so he goes on and on about how much he loves Monica and all the different things she does with her face and her smile and her lips. I love her smile, her wicked sense of humor, the way she cocks her head when she finds something amusing, that rare look she gets in her eye when she's at a loss for words. I love her. That's got to count for something. She gets mad and says he's trespassing. And she's like, I'm going to go to the other room and call the cops. It might take them about five minutes to get here. But while I'm gone, don't you dare look at my confidential files. Wink, wink. Mm. It has all of Monica's personal information. Wink. Mm-hmm. And so she leaves. And at first he doesn't get it. And then he's like, oh. <laughs> and then he goes through the, the folder and he finds monica's information he's really serious about this that is a big liability on her end. yeah and he's he's a lawyer he knows about that stuff for her to do that but um yeah that's that's kind of like whoa i don't mm-hmm. know if that's worth it because if monica's not with it yeah right yeah she, i don't know how she could sue her how much their rapport goes back william and this individual and the matchmaker Maybe they're cooler than what we're being let on. But I don't know if I would do that. Mm -mm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because if if Monica could easily have a case, she wants to have a come up. Mm -hmm. Right. So next we see Maya, Lynn, and Tony. They're in the courtroom trying to call Joan. She's not answering her phone at home, her cell, or the J-spot. They don't assume she's hurt or dead. Yes, I thought about that. I did thought about that, too. Yeah, they just go, ah, there she goes being irresponsible, whatever, whatever. Like, she's not answering any of the calls, any mm-hmm. of the home. Like, I mean, obviously, she still, she is in trouble. She's not in that kind of trouble, but she is in some sort of trouble because she couldn't get home. Her car is She's essentially up. stranded. I mean. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So those, that's a big clue to like, okay, something's wrong. Something happened to her. Yeah. But they don't, they don't go for that storyline. We do see Veretta. She comes up and she's like, forget Joan. We got to concentrate on that carjacking girl. She done sent one of Tony's sisters out to track her down because she's, she's a, she went to Iraq. She's in the military, so she knows how to trap people down, I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tony's like, that's not going to help. They already got me on this fucking assault thing. But Veretta says every little bit helps. So she's going to call her prayer circle in Fresno and tell them to get on it. And Tony's very upset that Joan's not there because she promised. Yeah. And Lynn's like, you know, it's just like my song, you know? She voices her concern about the friendship breaking up. Tony says Joan is her main character witness. If she doesn't show up, what does that say? It does say a lot. If She she must not think much of your character if she doesn't want to come and defend it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the girls say, we're not going to let Todd take our baby. Aww. And I got that Joan's on her way right now. Maya really stepped up. Mm-hmm. Maya's always, when it comes to stuff like that, especially with kids... Mm-hmm. and being a mother she's very good about that kind of thing you know yeah mm-hmm. i like when uh they say we're not gonna let todd take our baby and they show todd looking over <laughs> like he heard that or something <laughs> I, think you hear that shit. <laughs> I like how they call it our baby because it really does need mm-hmm. a, a whole community it, is. it takes a village 
Yeah. 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 That was cute. And I feel like, I don't know, I mean, it's, that is the baby's daddy. It's Morgan's dad. But I don't even feel like Morgan really know him like that. Very. You He's know. been gone. A lot. Yeah, he only just came back and everything. She's had him more. Yeah. Or had her, she's had the baby more than he had a baby. For sure. I don't know. Um, we see Joan uh, trying to get there still on the back of a pickup truck, catching a ride with some Mexican workers. I, they're Mexican workers. Yeah, so 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 don't try coming for my nigga gang gang. Yeah, do I'm like, don't do it. I'm trying to. Y'all watch the show. Y'all saw what I saw, right? Okay, cool. Yes, period. And so we see Maya on the stand, and she wants to make it known <laughs> that she is an authoress <laughs> and a mother. And I can say that as an authoress and a mother myself that Tony Charles Garrett is a superb and highly competent mother and I know this because I am an authoress and a mother myself I don't know she just keeps saying it and Todd's lawyer gets up and says your honor I will stipulate that the witness is an authoress and a mother herself if she would just stop saying it and guess who we see as the judge once again Woo! the legendary Loretta Devine Ooh, yeah, I know that's right. They be pulling oh out all God. the spots for these last few seasons. They got I some mean, bread. They do got bread. They had to pay her. Uh-huh. But I'm like, girl, why they only gave you a few lines in this episode? <laughs> why y'all brought Loretta Devine? Where else would they have to have put her? Maybe in the party scene? I don't know. I don't know. Or gave her more lines. It just feels like a cameo. She had not that much to do here. It wasn't. <laughs> You gonna get Loretta Devine? You gotta add something more to the character. Yeah, cause she be acting so. Yeah, and she got such a big resi. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> but now it's time for Todd's lawyer to cross-examine Maya, and they ask. She asked her about the lunch at Skia when Tony missed Morgan's first doctor's appointment. Y'all remember this, right? Mm-hmm. I have this later on, but I'm gonna say it now. How the hell does Todd know what happened at this lunch? <laughs> How does he know she was at lunch with Maya? that's a good question the girls told him who's her talking that's what I'm saying the girls must have said they slapping they slapping they gums right I wonder who would have told because Joan was with him unless Joan mentioned it while she was there well I know Maya you know but I would hate that because I wonder Mm -hmm. who would have said something Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, sometimes it happens to where, because we've seen Joan do this previously in the series, where to try to over-explain what happened, to try to save the person, but in fact, you're giving away too much information Yeah, when you think you're covering for them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, she could have been like, oh, Todd, it's so fine. It's okay. She was just having lunch with Maya, and, you know, it was all right because she was having a bad day, and she thought she'd have some lunch with Maya, and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So that's what I think might have happened. But I love when uh, Maya, they talk about (laughs) the lawyer is like, so do you go to Skia? She's like, I can't recall. She's like, I go there a lot, I guess, uh, to take my child there as a mother. (laughs) Or right. That's all. (laughs) Oh, my God. But Maya says, yeah, we went to lunch and, you know, she missed the first doctor's appointment. But she's a great mother now. And she appeals to Todd. She's like, Todd, you've seen her. You have to admit it. I mean, come on. Tony's done great with Morgan. I don't even see how you could sit there and accuse this woman. Mrs. Wilt, you will refrain from addressing the petitioner. I'm like, damn, Ty, answer the question, bitch. Mm -hmm. (laughs) 
Mm-hmm. He just sat there just like, I don't know. I guess she's a good mom. I don't know. I'm in court right now. I brought her here for a reason. Oh, he's being a hater. He mm-hmm. is really bad. Petty spaghetti. Um, and so she goes on to say that I reassured Tony that mothers sometimes make mistakes. The important thing is she loves her baby. And we move on to Lynn. Lynn's was funny. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't that big a deal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I wish it, it's a good, it's a good comedic point though. You know, I look out at everyone sitting in this courtroom today and it reminds me of when I was a bridesmaid at Todd and Tony's wedding. On one side was everyone who came because they loved Todd. And on the other side was everyone who came because they loved Tony, just like today. But there's one difference because everyone on both sides also loves Morgan. So can't we all just put everything else aside do what's best for her and Todd's lawyer is like your honor and the judge says uh, will the witness please answer the question and she looks a little embarrassed and she leans in and goes oh, sorry Lynn Searcy <laughs> <laughs> now that's great writing because mm-hmm. you, you you get pulled in with the with the story mm-hmm. you know she said some really good shit she absolutely mm-hmm. did she made some big points yeah yes. Lynn is actually when she wants to be She's very profound in what she says a lot of times. I mean, she's a, she has a lot of degrees. She may as well be a great speaker. And um, she's very poetic, so that probably speaks to her yes. musical uh, her musical roots. Yeah. Well, she can write good lyrics, I'm assuming. I, but <laughs> <laughs> Mary, what did you think of the trip-hop era? Oh, my gosh. Oh, it was an era for sure. I'm glad that Lynn left that alone. I'm, I mean, I know... Oh, I hated that guy that she was dating. All of Finn. that. I oh yes, Ben. Oh my God. I just <sighs> I hated her because Lena was so and I think mm-hmm. y'all mentioned it on the podcast how she was such a empowered person. But for Finn to come in, it's like she just withdrew so much and dwindled her light so much. And it was like why is Lynn hacking like this? But that scene yeah. where her and Joan had that little breakdown and and my John was like, what is it, Lynn? Yeah. What is, you know, and I'm like, yeah, like, why? Thank you, why? Joan. What? Get into it. And I know Tony was ready to go. We had a purse on her hip and everything. But I'm yeah. glad Joan said in that moment and got Lynn through that. Because it's like, what makes you act? What's making you act like this? You was crazy. So I'm no, glad she. I don't think she did that or acted like that the rest of the series with any other guy. Mm-mm. Um, just that one, and he wasn't even. Uh, he wasn't even fine. Like, no, yeah, she should have did that with her brother. <laughs> her brother, the guy that looked like her brother. <laughs> oh, yeah. Lenny! Now he was I cute. He was really cute. Him. He had a nice little curl pattern. Yeah, and they got along so good. Now, You're like a waffle colored nigga. Okay, <laughs> yes, French fry colored niggas. <laughs> Fucking pancake color bigger. <laughs> <laughs> um, biscuit color nigga. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we can go on and on. <laughs> so we move on to William. He arrives at Monica's house, looking like the Tin Man. That's um, what I thought at first. Yes. And right then he said money. knight in shining armor. I'm like, I guess. Maybe I like- guess. <laughs> like all that aluminum. But um, <laughs> so he convinces Monica to take him back. He's like, it's never felt right with any of the women that I dated because none of them were you. 
I love you, Monica. I've loved you this whole time. I thought I could suppress it because I didn't think you could love me back, but... Please. Monica, please. Give me an answer. And Monica finally gives in, and she's like, I mean, I guess. I I like <sighs> Monica and William together, to be honest. You do? Um, yeah. I'm William. on the fence about Monica. Why are you on the fence about Monica? Well, you're not on the fence because you know that she's not as into him as he's into her. So it it works. It does. <laughs> but I that think that's why other, other aspects of their relationship. It just doesn't feel like a relationship. Not a romantic one at least. It mm. feels too business like to me. It doesn't feel like a romance. Like a I mean, some relationships are like that. Some marriages are like that. That's the foundation of a marriage is mm. back, back, back in the day. Mm-hmm. It's a business relationship. A man would say he needs someone to clean the house and cook and shit so he get a wife. And a wife needs somebody with a high salary so that she can, you know, hang out at home or whatever. That's what it was built on. But it just doesn't feel like one of those 21st century relationships. It just seems like mm. they should be working co-workers or something like that. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't feel like that to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can agree with that early on. But then I think it did switch because she started trying to do romantic stuff. And I guess maybe okay. at one point it just didn't feel right or something or look right, you know? So, mm-hmm. yeah, but I could see that, too. Mm. Yeah. yeah, that's the thing. When y'all already have, like, a relationship and the dynamics are kind of, like, established, I noticed that when someone in that relationship tries to change that a little bit, like someone mentioned, I think Mary mentioned her trying to be romantic, he kind of was like, it's kind of like, huh? Like, what you doing? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, suspicious. Yeah. And it, it's almost awkward because you're not used to doing that with that person. But if they're starting over, I think that they can add a more romantic aspect because I think that they're very compatible with each other. Well, we'll see. I, I'm not too familiar with seven and eight seasons, but we'll see what happens. Just uh, I don't like Monica. <laughs> not, it's not about her being as a person because do what you do. Go get your money. Do what you need to do. But in a romantic sense, it doesn't feel like she's a romantic kind that should be in a relationship, with, at least with William. Mm. But we'll see how it fares. So yeah, he's he's covered in tin foil and trash lids, and um, she kisses him. He's like, "It's hot out here, you know. Put butter on me. I'm serving twenty. And she's like, "You should only be serving me or serving one." I was like, "Sure, fine." They kiss and we move on. <laughs> um, that's why they match. They're so corny. Like she liked that. I would have said, "Oh, shut up." Well, corn like. <laughs> too much cheese but she's not that corny compared to him yeah come on but she yeah she a little off too though (laughs) i guess she's off that's that's a good way to put it (laughs) yeah we're back in court maya tony and lynn i think there's a recess going on here they're sitting on a bench and maya's trying to keep things positive but tony's like you know they haven't even brought up the assault charges yet so we still got a ways to go but Lynn and Maya assure her that it's going to be cool. It's going to be all right. And Tony says, you know, even if I lose. I've got to stop feeling guilty about the mistakes I've made because I am a good mother. A damn good mother. Yeah. I like the way she says that. I'm a good mother. I believe her. Yeah. <laughs> she thanks um, Maya and Lynn for being there. And Lynn says, what kind of friends will we be if we weren't here for you? And they all kind of realize, mm-hmm. oh. They'd be Joan. 
Damn, damn. Joan catching all the strays this episode. I mean, she ain't there. What are we supposed to do? Hey. Well, they should pull out a, put out a bolo on her. She's a grown woman. They can't even do like a um, missing report yet because it ain't been 48 hours. Yeah. 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 It's crazy. Damn. But then Darnell pops up. He like he he either been sniffing cocaine or he's he's hopped up on some shit mm-hmm. <laughs> when he walks up into that fucking place. Etsy, give me this scene. What does he got to say? Darnell comes in like a nineties rom com and he's <laughs> like, Listen, baby, I can't go down there without you. You know, let's move and let's head over there as a family. And Maya's like, We just bought the house. He goes, We can sell the house. And in this economy, we can probably get a profit, even if we haven't had it for that long. And then Maya goes, what about Jabari? And then he goes, well, he's going to be on summer vacation. He can come down to Florida. And then Maya goes, oh, Darnell, you just thought of everything. And then they kiss. No, he fucking did it. (laughs) What do you mean just go down there for the summer? What y'all coming back to? Sure. The only thing he seems to have thought out is you can write from anywhere. Now that's true. Yes. <laughs> but if y'all sell the house and then you take the boy out of school, he was well, gonna be summer vacation, whatever. He gotta go back. Y'all to come back. Yeah. When y'all come, what y'all gonna have when you come back? <laughs> yeah. Darnell. This go back to them. This goes back to them not thinking strategically, knowing that if you are still pursuing this career. You don't need no house. You should have stayed at that apartment. It's easier to break a lease than it is to sell a whole house. So, mm-hmm. you know, see, nowadays yeah. you could just be like, let's just Airbnb it for the summer. Let's yeah. just rent out, you know, let's get some people in the house to pay, you know, whatever mm-hmm. while we're away for the summer. And we mm-hmm. could do that and we'll have something to come back to because he's not making money. No, he's doing We already talked about money. It's kind of like an internship. So y'all going to be homeless without an income. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I don't know what's going on with Maya's book or whatever. Yeah. Like, I don't know what's going on financially with Maya's income from the book. Like, are they living off of her advance? Is the book in stores? Is it selling well? Is she getting the checks from that? What's what's going yeah. on? We know she's successful, but like, how successful are you? Yeah. There's a lot of missing information. Yeah. To even care about the storyline. But one thing that's really weird is she says, I'll, I'll have to think about it. He goes, okay. Well, he also says, I, I was on my way to the airport. Okay, you couldn't have called her? You trying to miss your flight. You got a job, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> God. Sure. Um, but he leaves the courthouse basically skipping down the hallway like a dandy. And then we move on. And he's loud. It's just a lot. He runs in there very very loud and brash and it's a courthouse i just like that they finally they finally made him shed this whole military yeah (laughs) it was getting old real fast like he used to talk like he was singing i don't know he would always just well we can't go to florida or something like that it would just be like a weird cadence like what the fuck i mean he originally he's from new york like the actor so maybe that's where you know, people talk loud in New York. I can attest. I mean, sometimes Etsy's loud too. I be talking loud. <laughs> you have you have your moments. <laughs> I edit your voice every week, so I'm just saying. 
I'm loud and country with it. I can't help it. I don't know what. Where are you from, Mary? Mississippi. Jackson, Ooh. Mississippi. <laughs> she from the South. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm from a different part of the South. We don't we don't our accents aren't as thick. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. We have a we're more of a melting pot. Mm-hmm. Um, but up toward the north, closer to you, that's when the accents start like Mm-hmm. up in the panhandle that's when it get real jim crow up in there get a little oh. twang on the top <laughs> yeah you gotta be careful when you go to those parts of florida i've, mm-hmm. I've been i have stories but anyway mm-hmm. it's just you gotta watch your back in some of those sundown, sundown towns, towns especially oh <laughs> yeah, yeah. At the same time. <laughs> it happens it's it's crazy so we're back in court todd's on the stand talking about the big house his parents bought for him in tarzana he said, "As a swing set and a nice big yard for Morgan to run around in." What? And I just, oh. listen, I would have asked just to be inquisitive. And how long are you going to be home daily to push Morgan on that swing set? You know, that's he. That was his lawyer. That would have been a good cross examination question. Mm-hmm. Um, very, very, very nice uh, attorney at law. Etsy Row Esquire. <laughs> but that would have been a great question. And also, who who bought that house for you? How did you get the funds? Um, what's your income mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. to have acquired that house in Tarzana for that big yard and swing set and such? Let's, let's mm-hmm. subpoena some income records, some pay stubs. But also, you know, I think about it as I say that. Does it matter who bought the house as long as he has the house? It does. And he's out of debt. He's out of debt and he has a house. We're trying to think about the safety of this child and what the child has amenity-wise. How he got it shouldn't matter, right? I think it does, depending on the situation, because it's like yeah, you're trying to use you're trying to use you buying the house. It's like, oh, look, I'm so established, but you're not that established if you didn't buy the house. Yeah. So they have to get into who's now maintaining the house, who's gonna pay the mortgage, who's gonna. Do uh pay the light bill. Uh you're definitely gonna need a babysitter, which brings yeah. me back to my yeah. other point. How long are you actually gonna be home? Yeah. So look at you, Miss Esquire. Okay, cash at me. Look like. at you. Okay. <laughs> so uh his lawyer's like, Wow, it sounds like you're really providing a wonderful environment for Morgan. So let's talk about the environment Mrs. Garrett is providing. Were you aware about an, of an incident a few weeks ago when you came to drop Morgan off at Miss Garrett's apartment? He's like, yeah. She's like, tell us what happened. It sounds like an episode of Mari or something. Like she's <laughs> talking to him like it's a talk show. Tell us what happened. And he looks over at Tony and he gets really slow about providing the information. And he's like, well, Tony wasn't there. Her friends, Maya and Len were. And I'm like, oh, okay, Cool. If I was Tony's attorney, I would cross-examine and be like, you guys just heard from Maya and Lynn. They were just on the stand. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes friends help their friends babysit their kids. Mm-hmm. It happens. Do they seem like capable people that could take care of the kid? Cool. Then let's move on from that. Mm-hmm. But he can't get through the story. He tells the judge, I can't do this. So she requests a 20-minute recess. And his lawyer's like, what are you doing? Do you want this baby or not? He's like, yeah, I what i want is what's best for my baby and this motherfucker drops the petition okay huh. man huh. Huh, huh, huh. 
after all that. They don't put this woman through hell. Exactly. Demeaning her character in open court. All this stuff. And you think we're going to go back to normal after this? Fine. I'll take my kid. Like, fine. But wow, what a quick turn. If it was that easy, why are we here? Why do everyone take off work for this? And why the fuck you want to do all this back and forth, spending all this money and time and effort? This is a lot. Yeah. This is a lot. Like, nigga, you know you was tripping from the get-go. You know, also, it's like, Todd's always been the person that just flips his idea or his chain. He flip-flops a lot. He goes very quickly from, okay, I don't want this to, okay, I changed my mind. He changes his mind too quickly. And great. Mm. She gets to have custody of this kid. We've seen it previously in the series. But, like, why'd you put us through this? If it was this easy for you to change your mind, why are we here? We could have done this in mediation. We could have done this on our own. We could have done this in a one-on-one talk. Since you yourself admitted that you was just trying to, what, like, win a fight. And let that get mm-hmm. in the middle of your daughter's happiness and well-being. You know Tony's a good mom. Stop. Yeah. yeah. It was nothing he heard in that courtroom that was any different than what he knew before going there. But I was mm-hmm. kind of confused. I'm like, what? Because I, I kept watching, like, what happened to make him want to just not? I knew he had that change of mind at the beginning. But I'm like, if that was the case, you should have just pressed harder then and just not even went into court like you let it get all the way here i was very confused too but yeah i'm glad he did it but it was like what a waste of everybody's time and yeah yeah he knew all it's nothing new came out of court that made him go ding 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 i i think she's mm-hmm. a good mom like it just seems like he slept on it <laughs> or something mm-hmm. i don't know or he had a good lunch that day or a good breakfast and was like all right Mm-hmm. or maybe he had morgan and morgan was giving him a hard time that morning and he's like damn i can't do this alone <laughs> let me figure this out let me see if i can drop this petition so i can send it to her mom every now and then you know how men are mm-hmm. um so yeah he's like i got caught up in the fight i didn't know how to stop you're a good mother i'm so sorry and um yeah i guess that's it and veretta's like oh let me call the prayer circle and Get them back on Deacon Hill's new hip. She hugs the rest of the girls and they walk off. They leave the courtroom. And as they're leaving the courtroom, you can hear. You hear the music? You hear it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you hear Lynn's singing voice popping up slowly and very quietly. And then it crescendos in. I'm like, here we go. Some more trip hop. <laughs> and we see like a flash forward in time. And we see Joan in a hoodie. A hoodie over her dress looking dirty she looked dirty as hell she got like some kind of plant life in her hair mm-hmm. and the makeup all smudged yeah mm-hmm. and i'm like i don't think i'd want you to be my character witness i don't even think i could be your character witness with you dressed like that <laughs> honestly <laughs> but she goes into the courtroom and it's over they're cleaning it up i think the janitors are in there sweeping preparing for the next trial the music is crescendoing. She looks very scared and upset that she missed it. She keeps repeating, what time? What time is it? What time is it? What time is it? I was like, oh, she looks a, a mess here. And that's probably why they chose this trip hop song. Because the song's a mess. She's a mess. The music's a mess. The genre's a mess. <laughs> Everything's a mess. <laughs> and so she doesn't see nobody in there. She runs out to the hallway looking for anybody. And she sees Tony and the girls... And she yells Tony's name, and they just look at her. They both turn. They got the baby. 
they turn and look at her and they just walk out the door they don't say nothing to her mm. and they just leave her there she's disappointed she's scared she's sad everyone's walking around her the girls are done with her mm-hmm. see this would have been a really good ending mm-hmm. i mean it could have ended like this it would it was suck for joan but yeah mm-hmm. i mean <laughs> she made her bed yeah okay. Go ahead and lay in it. Yeah. It's just weird how, like, Joan, who's, like, usually the responsible one, mm-hmm. was just so unprepared for going to a place that far out. It's just so... I know why they did it, but it's like, isn't it so out of character? You don't got your card. It is. You ain't got no cash. It it's, um... You, you know, gosh. that's what a lot of shows will do. As they get further into the series, they'll flip the characters... Mm-hmm. So that the most responsible character is now the least responsible or the, the least responsible, which I guess would be maybe Tony or Lynn mm-hmm. are actually more responsible. I mean, we just saw Lynn take care of a baby. I didn't think she could do that shit. So, you know, they're kind of just flipping the characters around. And I feel like that's how they kind of inject more into the show to kind of change it up a little bit and have more to write about. Mm-hmm. That's probably why I mean, I'm not dissing seven and eight, but it does take a little tonal change in seven and eight. Mm-hmm. It's almost like they didn't know what else to say, <laughs> what else to do. Especially since there's no Tony, there's no custody. There's nothing. There's no storyline about a baby and a, and a, and a woman trying to get the baby. So you got to rewrite for that void. And I, I don't know if they, they do it well, but it's all opinion. Yeah. What do you think, Mary? Do you watch past season six? I do. I have. I I literally have watched this over and over like a hundred thousand times. Like I've watched it so much. But yes, and they like you said, the it changes the dynamic with Tony Gone for sure. And that's why I really like this episode, but I hate it too because I hate that Tony. Like literally, when they walked out the door, they walked out on all of us. It's like just walked out, oh, especially yeah. Tony. They did. They walked out the door, and Tony walked it's the last out on time us. We, yeah, so it's unfortunate because it's sad, and it's like dang. But like I said, I would. It would be a great ending. Only I would hate it only for Joan because I would hate that. Literally, she ended up with no friends. Look like anyway, so. From this episode, rather, but mm-hmm. but yeah, I do watch past this. I, I actually do like uh, the seven and eight. Yeah, our previous guest uh, was our previous guest. She said she said she don't she don't watch past uh, six. Mm, so wow. I was like, oh, wow. Mm-hmm. But I think a lot of people like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a, it's a general thing that people. I see that tweet all the time. Like maybe like every other day, I see someone tweet, "Oh no, Tony! Oh, I'm not watching," or "I've never seen those episodes." So. It's just it's just the way it is. I don't know how they kept going without her. Honestly, they might have needed to wrap it up because they knew they knew she wasn't coming back. Yeah, she and wanted some, she wanted to do other things. In some moments, I wish they would have wrapped it up. You know, that's when they started trying to force Monica in on us. Mm-hmm. And I know like, it was cool, but I just it, it was always the void to me. You always felt it, and even they would bring it up and made it even more awkward. Even though they tried to make oh, yeah. it funny, you know. Yeah. It's it's weird to refer to somebody that we'll never see again and who didn't die. She didn't die. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like she just she moved away and it's just we can't get her on the phone. Like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's that's a weird way to handle it. Yeah. So we get a final, final scene here with these uh these white people. Etsy, you got it? <laughs> Etsy, you I got said, it. Child, is this a different <laughs> show? I, I was like, hold up. <laughs> what the fuck? 
fuck is this? Who are these people? But here's the thing, though. Here's the thing, though. Here's why I, you know, I watch it on the thing thing. So I said, what the oh, fuck yeah, is yes, going yes. on? Did they? You're like, did it change the show? Did it change the show? Is it a Disney Channel episode or something? What happened? Is this Seventh Heaven? I don't know, child. But <laughs> so we see the mom, we see the dad. Um, that's kind of an asshole, but whatever. Apparently, Dempster hated the storyboard, so I don't know what time I'm going to be home tonight. Damn it, Stuart. Today was the day we were going to come home early and take Evan to baseball practice. Maria can't do it all. <laughs> um, so they're going back and forth, and then their kid comes in. Their preteen son comes in, and they're like, he's like, Mom, Dad, there's a silver porch outside. And then we put in the two pool. and two in the pool. There's silver no. porch outside in the pool. And of course, we put two and two together. And we're like, oh, that is Jones' car. That well, they down. think the kid lying because he, he on some fucking like attention seeking type thing. Right. Because they got <laughs> the parents are working all the time. So they think the kid is just lying for attention. But no, I believe it. We know that there's a Porsche, a mm-hmm. missing Porsche that's Jones, most likely in the pool. And Fancy. that's the end of season seven. We end season seven with a bunch of white people that we've never seen before. That's odd. Or excuse me, season six. Excuse me. So yeah, that's our, that's, damn, we got one and a half seasons left. Wow. That's, that's uh, sobering. It really is. Oh yeah. I'm, listen, I love doing this. I know. It's so fun. I love, I love doing this. So like when it ends, I don't know. I'm gonna have to go to therapy. I'm gonna have to go. I'm to telling you, y'all have to get on uh, Nisi's podcast with the uh, the game. Oh my god! Everybody <laughs> keeps talking about Nisi's podcast. Keep she's like, that. we gonna have yo, to maybe she's do like, something. Yo, mm-hmm. are you trying to get on Nisi? Everybody wants to be on Nisi's yeah. podcast. It's like I already tweeted. I tweeted y'all oh, you. I to tweet her. Yeah, but I there's to tweet another her. girl. I think Jen, our, our one of our previous guests, wants to do a podcast about the game yes. with her, too. I keep oh telling her. I don't know. Maybe we can do it and have Nisi on for, like, all the really, really juicy ones. Or a lot of the juicy ones. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm not doing it. Um, I don't want to see the... I don't like the game. What? We already talked about this. I hate that show. Yeah. I don't oh, like man. it. So, if y'all want to do one with my sister, feel free. Hit her up. Talk to her. Um, damn. I can't talk about something I'm not I'm not passionate about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No. I get that. So next is the oh hell yes moment of the episode. So we're going to appeal to our guest first. Mary, what is your oh hell yes moment? So I had two, but the one I'm going to go with, even though it was a legal issue, I am a lover girl. Mm-hmm. I love love. So when the matchmaker left William in the room with the foul, was like, I am going out of the room. Don't you dare look at this foul that might have Monica's information. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. So I was like ecstatic for him. So yeah, I, lo- I love that. You know, oh, hell yeah. It's interesting how like that stuff is viewed as romantic in some aspects and uh-uh. detrimental to someone's life in another. Like yeah. different people can see it different ways. You know, you mm-hmm. put a cute little song behind it, some cute music behind it. It's a it's a romantic comedy. You put Correct. fucking Law and Order SVU music behind it. He's now a stalker serial killer. It's just it's different. <laughs> Here here's the thing, right? Normally, I would say, uh, I wouldn't do that, and I, I said that earlier. But because they do have rapport, major rapport, they did it for really long time. I think the circumstances is a bit different. 
Um, and knowing William isn't like a danger, right? He's not a dangerous we individual. We know that. Um, Monica knows that. Um, the matchmaker kind of knows that. I don't know how. My matchmaker doesn't know that. That's she, the she problem know that. for me. Yeah. So, so because she doesn't sensitive. know that, and mm-hmm. she's still giving out the information without knowing. For all we know, she she do that for everybody. Mm-hmm. Or she does that for everyone. That's a good point. So oh, if you yeah, don't know yeah. the full story, you shouldn't be giving out the information until you know mm-hmm. what happened. Like, why did they break up? Mm-hmm. Was there an abuse situation? What happened there? Well, um, you know, she did talk to Monica because that's how she found out that William knew her. So maybe Monica gave yeah. her a little but backstory Monica said or no, something. Right? Yeah, Monica oh, did tell so. her no. But maybe Monica gave her a little backstory. Was like, nah, because we went through X, Y, and Z, so no. So maybe she knew a little bit of something. Mm, okay. okay, she's still wrong, but it does give context. Yeah, <laughs> yeah still illegal. <laughs> oh but. yeah, bottom line, she's wrong all the time. Yeah, <laughs> Etsy, what's your oh hell yes? My oh hell yes. I also have two oh hell yeses since we finishing out the season. Number one, Todd coming to his senses. That's number one because what the fuck was God. that? What was that about? That's that's in my that's mine. By the way, it's in my notes. Literally, Todd coming to his senses. Ooh, child, we here. <laughs> anyway, we go here. ahead and tell me the second one. Oh yeah, you're my head walk around. <laughs> the second one is them giving us kind of like a proper ending. Um to the show at this point because I'm sure by now, you know, it's been established in the back end that Jill Marie ain't coming back, child. So we gotta wrap this shit up. (laughs) You know? So I'm glad Mm -hmm. that they had the audience in mind and said, okay, let's at least just like square up this whole custody situation and yeah. Just in case. Just in case. But then they got signed on for another season. They're like, all right, well, shit, let's just milk this, this teat until uh, there's no, nothing left. Mm-hmm. Forget mm-hmm. Jill. We'll just try it. And so, yeah. I mean, I was watching this live, like this episode I saw live. And I remember back then, I don't think it was Twitter. It was like message boards oh, mm. God, so of people saying, uh, oh yeah, it's going to be Monica. They're going to try to add Monica in. And I was like, oh no, there's no way. No mm-hmm. one likes her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then you watch season seven and it's like okay got him okay mm, <laughs> all right i see what y'all doing so you know we'll get there it's gonna be interesting doing episodes and not having to talk about tony anymore i in, know in the right? present tense you know she is the it girl she <laughs> is the conversation she is the moment she is the icon and y'all just gonna have to deal like <laughs> yeah I just hope they're... I, I, I vaguely remember them, the season seven episodes, but I hope that we have a lot to say. I hope they're interesting enough to talk about. So we'll see. So that's it. Thank you, Mary, for being on our show. Wow. Season finale. Whew, hey. This is a big one. Oh, so so, so where, can, um, <laughs> where can everybody find you if they want to hear more? Uh, I am on Twitter. Uh, my username on there is at Mary Poppins. Um, and that's Poppins, P-O-P-P-I-N-Z. Ooh, nice. well, I like that. Yeah. <laughs> Head over to our social media, Twitter, at Hell Yes Girl, where we have a link to our merch on our pinned, pinned tweet. It has our, our Redbubble uh, website on there. Get yourself a t-shirt. 
a mug, phone cases, stickers, phone cases, a laptop case, I don't know, stickers, all, all that jazz, all that stuff, <laughs> dad hats, and also our TikTok at Hell Yes Girl. We recently added another um, thing to that from a previous episode. There's a backlog, guys. I know, so you might see stuff from the past that we filmed weeks ago just now being uploaded so our most recent one is of us with uh the the host of the new chitlin circuit so go on and see that clip from that episode mm-hmm. also rate review and what etsy subscribe holla at us on twitter all that jazz thank y'all for listening yep. we're going on hiatus guys our next episode will air november 8th Wow, that seems so far away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's pretty far away. We're recording this in September, so November is pretty far. Um, so we will be doing season seven, episode one. It's titled After the Storm. Mm-mm-mm. How fitting of a title for what? <laughs> you know, it was a storm. It was a lot of things happening at once. Joan smells. She's dirty. She went to court anyway. It's a lot of... It, the girls walked out on her even though they saw her. <laughs> they just turned and left. It's just... It's pretty crazy. So we will continue on with season seven when we come back on November 8th. And until then, I'm Nettie Smith. And I'm Etsy Rowe. And I'm Mary. <laughs> and we will see you then, guys. Bye. Bye.